Hello and welcome to the 1-162 Second Photography Podcast. In this episode I'm going to talk about the new Profoto C1. So for those of you who don't know, Profoto have just announced their new C1 and Profoto are a fabulous, very high-end flash company and they do really good flashes and they've launched a Profoto C1 and a Profoto C1 Plus. Now the idea of the Profoto C1 is that you can use it with a smartphone. It's a small little dome head flash that easily fits in your hand. I wouldn't say it could fit in your pocket but it easily fits in your hand and it will connect via Bluetooth with your smartphone and it allows you to use flash on a smartphone. Now you might be thinking this is revolutionary and it's not revolutionary at all. This idea has been around for a long time of illuminating via Bluetooth for smartphone photographs. They've also got another version called the Profoto C1 Plus, which you can use with cameras via their Air TTL. I saw it and I thought, this is quite interesting, but this has been done before and this would be very much worth talking about. So the Profoto C1 comes in at around two to three hundred dollars and the Profoto C1 Plus comes in at around $500. And of course, British currency is going to be slightly cheaper, but not much. And other currencies will adjust accordingly. But there is one big problem with it. And I've noticed in all the literature that Profoto put out, they haven't mentioned this problem. So today in this episode, I'm going to talk about the problem. I'm going to talk about what's been before. And I'm going to talk about is, do I think the system will be any good? So what's the big problem? So the big problem, I think, is the sync speed. Now, when you shoot flash, you can generally go up to about 1 250th of a second shutter speeds. And that depends on your camera brand and and the type of camera you've got and the model within the, the range provided by the brand. So I saw one the other day. I saw a Pentax camera that was a DSLR and its top sync speed was 1 180th of a second with my Canon cameras I think they're 1 250th of a second now I can go faster than that by using high speed sync high speed sync I can go all the way up to 1 8000th of a second and that's the fastest any of my cameras go up to 1 8000th of a second but with an iPhone and probably any smartphone you have a much lower shutter speed that syncs with a flash in the iPhone I have I think I can only go up to 1 30th of a second and sync with flash accordingly now 1 30th of a second isn't going to be great it means you still might get blurry images it means you're probably going to end up with overexposed images so how do I know this well I have the Godox Ami. Godox brought out the A1, which is a flash that syncs with your smartphone and you take pictures via the app. It's very much like the Profoto one, but the Profoto one is clearly a better flash. But Godox one was maybe about $60. And they then brought out a sort of a younger version of it, a younger brother version of it, which was the Amni which just did the flash. Now the Godox A1 could trigger other flashes and stuff. So it meant if you had Godox flashes, you could then use your big Godox flashes with your smartphone. You have to ask yourself, what is the point of that? So you could have a massive softbox and it could have a very powerful flash in that's Godox and you can put your, you could hook it up to your Godox A1 and that means that you can take a picture on your smartphone 
that fires flash through the big softbox, through the big powerful flash, and it all syncs accordingly. But what's the point? Because if you're going to that much trouble to set up equipment for a shoot, like a light stand, a flash, softbox, etc., flagging it, reflectors, why not just go one extra step and use a camera and just put a, 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 a flash trigger on top. Why would you need all that kit and then use a smartphone? It, it doesn't quite make sense. The point of using a smartphone is you're out and you're mobile. Now, when I saw the A1, I thought, oh, that's good. But I did think, oh, what's the point? And then I saw the AMI. Now, the AMI is smaller. The AMI doesn't have the functionality to trigger all sorts of other flashes through the Godox system, but it was considerably cheaper and it was cheap enough that I think I maybe paid £15 for it. Well, I was prepared to pay, uh, take a punt on that, so I got it for £15. Really not much. And it's tiny, has very good battery life. I can stick it in my pocket, so if I ever go out and I'm doing nighttime photography, it's fine, I, I could use it. Now I can use it to trigger other flashes because I can put other flashes on slave. So I can put a big flash in a softbox, I can gaffer tape my Godox Amni in there and I'll be able to have the same effect with my smartphone. I'll be able to take pictures that trigger flash and a big flash in a big softbox, etc. But again, why would I? The point of it is to be mobile, is to take one extra accessory out with you if you think, oh, I might need to take this. I'm going to a party. I'm just taking my smartphone, not taking a camera. I'm not being that guy. I'll just take the flash just in case I can't get a good shot. It's that sort of thing. And for that, it's perfect. Turn up at your party with your Profoto C1. It, it maybe seems a bit overkill. Maybe like you're trying a bit too hard. Again, you might as well just bring a camera with its own flash and you'll get better low light performance. But using the Godox Amni, I found my shutter speed cut out at 1 of a second. I'm on the iPhone 6 and I think if I had a more modern iPhone, I might be able to get a faster shutter speed, but I'm certainly not going to get 1 250th of a second. I'm not going to get higher than probably 1 60th of a second. So again, what's the point of it? If you're bothering to use flash, you want crisp and sharp images, you want to freeze that motion, you don't want to be limited to 1 30th of a second shutter speed. Now I've looked through all the literature that they put out, all the videos and stuff, I've had a good research, I can't find a mention of the shutter speed anywhere. For the more expensive, the Plus version, the C1 Plus, they do mention shutter speed because it's HSS. So they do say you can shoot at any sync speed with your camera because it is HSS compatible high speed sync. But they've not mentioned it for the lower model, which is the C1, which is designed for the smartphone. So if you've got the Plus version, you can use it with your camera, you can use it with your smartphone. That might be a good idea. Again, for $500, that does seem quite expensive. You could get different ones that do the same things. You couldn't necessarily get one that is integrated and designed to work with the smartphone. But if you're spending £500 on a flash, because you're very serious about flash photography, again, you're probably going to use a camera. For the cost of the $500 C1 Plus, you could get a light stand, a softbox, a flash, a trigger, probably a cheap camera, and you could get the whole lot for the price of that. So it does make me wonder who it's aimed for, what's the point of it. There will be some people who think, yeah, that, that's good. All I do is take photos with my smartphone and I, I take macro shots or I take selfies or I, d I do this and I do that and could probably see a use for it. 
oh, it'll be fine. I just take fine art images of straws. It'd be great for that. There is a cheaper option though, which is the existing Godox one. Now, a long, long, long time ago, back when I was on the iPhone 4, there was a product that I saw. And again, I took a punt on it, paid £20 for it. It didn't work out as well as the Godox Amni. And this was just like, it was a credit card size LED. It's called Novacam. I think I've talked about this before. And that worked over Bluetooth and that was bicolour and it gave out bright light at the moment of taking an image. But again, you didn't get a good shutter speed because you were limited by your smartphone camera and the images didn't look that good that came out of it. So there was that and, and that didn't really work. So it's very easy to overexpose the image because you're using flash. Normally we want a big powerful flash, but on a smartphone, we don't really want a big powerful flash because you're shooting at a very slow shutter speed and it is possible to very easily overexpose your image. So maybe a better option is to buy a more powerful LED. Now the Profoto C1 is an LED as well, it'll work as a continuous light, but maybe buying a cheap powerful LED might be a better solution. You can have your smartphone in one hand, hold your LED in the other and illuminate what you're trying to photograph. That is the other thing with this that the whole concept is a bit baffling. You hold a smartphone in one hand when you're taking a picture and you need to really press the picture button. So I sort of feel with smartphones you need two hands to take a picture. You need one hand to hold the smartphone and the other hand to take the picture. With a camera you can do it with one hand because you hold it and there's a physical button to press, you're not pressing a screen. You're very unlikely with your very expensive smartphone where all your data is kept to take the chance of holding it and trying to press it with the same hand to take the picture. But therefore by having something in your other hand, it's not so easy to take pictures. And yes, the Profoto C1 and C1 Plus have a tripod mount. But again, if I, I go back to my first point, if you're so serious that you're taking an assistant or a tripod or a light stand photographic shoot why not take a camera it just doesn't make sense and you might think i was crazy for buying the godox amni well i i wanted to try it out and i wanted to have a backup for if i did go to like a, a dark indoor event and just have my iphone and didn't want to take a camera so those are my feelings on the pro photo c1 i don't know whether it will be a success the news has literally just come out but in this episode i've talked about my thoughts about it and why why it's a slight contradiction and that it's not a new thing. This has been done before. But let me know what you think. Would you get the Profoto C1? Is it sort of like the cheapest Profoto people can get? Like the cheapest Leica people can get? So people will buy it just to have a Profoto flash? Or is there a market for smartphone flash photography? Or do the cameras in our smartphones need to change so that we can capture a faster shutter speed? Do let me know, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple iTunes so you get all the episodes as they come out and have a good photographic day. Thank you. Goodbye.